Maybe um, after dinner. Maybe we go back to my house. I haven't had sex with anyone in 13 years. Just a little heads up, you know? And now I'm gonna have garlic breath. I've laid fallow. It's like whisking into the Sahara up there. I think I'll get another glass of wine. Gentlemen, Curbcast, season 11, episode 8 of Curb Enthusiasm. What have I done? I'm Matt Jerson. Uh, what have I done is what I ask myself every time I get on the microphone with you guys. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what have I done to deserve such a awesome thing in my life? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, look at you. I thought you were going to turn it around. Right? It's okay. Nice. I turned it. I turned it around. Thought you mean like, what have I done to deserve this? You know, like you did something horrible. But no, thank you, Clay. Where it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. I definitely have okay. done horrible things. <laughs> we all have. It's okay. We usually talk about them after we stop recording. So yeah. Yeah, none of them will like make it to the microphone. No. no. Um, so, okay, Larry, now we, we start off, he calls Hulu. He's got his, you know, young Larry is at Hulu now. Um, he calls and, and the, the president or whatever this guy's title is, he's been in a few episodes. He's the guy who's like very, very Jewish. Like, so like talks about but, Jewish. Being yeah, Jewish. but he's always like, we've been seeing this since the John Hamm episode. Everybody's like trying to work in like a Jewish phrase. Right. He's like, Larry, Booby, what can I do for you? Right. So, but before he gets on, his assistant is there. And she's like, oh, hi, Larry. And she's like, so I read the script. And then there's a pause. And Larry's like, oh, really? <laughs> so, like, she doesn't, it's kind of indicating that she didn't like, she didn't have anything good to say about it. So she didn't say anything at all. It's basically what they're doing. Yeah, but also, like, Larry, as he said before, like, he doesn't want notes. He's well, that's true. He created Seinfeld, you know? Like That's true. He doesn't need to, much like he has carte blanche with HBO, like, <laughs> he doesn't need an assistant telling him he, he's she's got feedback, whether he's welcome it or he's just not welcome it. Good or bad. Like, right. He, but he is, is of the echelon where you wouldn't say that to him, I think. I think he's a little offended that she would have. Like in the hierarchy of the Hollywood system, that she would even say that to him. That's what I how I read it. Oh, I, I mean, I think he was waiting for her to say, "I read the script and it was great," or something like that. And she didn't say anything. And I think he took it as, "Oh, like you didn't have anything. You weren't I, just blown away. Like you weren't just like, oh, so good. You know." No, I think of it like my ass off. I, I think of it like, the, you know, like. Mommy and Daddy are talking here, like Spider-Man style, <laughs> you know. Like, like right. I'm, I'm calling, the, I'm calling the boss. I'm, I'm not, I didn't call to talk to you. Well, I mean, that's that, that's a way. I mean, sometimes they're like, you know, in in 
everybody who works in the office, I don't know, maybe, I mean, that's, I remember when I was in LA and I obviously it was a long time ago and things may be different. And I never dealt with people with, on the level of Larry David, but and, you know, the assistants are part of the, the process sometimes. I don't know. We have, uh, you know, we see it different ways, but maybe they're both right. I don't know. Anyway, he says it, the, the, the thing, the point of the conversation really is that he makes a joke and she says, but I'm bump. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what, what, what is, what, oh, and she's like, you know, but I'm bump. And he's like, oh God, like, like I'm a yeah, that's what comic from the Catskills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So anyways, he, he's like, yeah, put me through. And, and he says, oh, we have to recast young Larry and it's going to be a couple more weeks. He says, and by the way, your assistant gave me a butt bump And he says, Larry, she's, she's still on the line. And he's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> well, because now he's kind of gotten caught sort of making fun of her. And he's like, get off the line. I don't ever do that to me again. So this, I could see why you would say that. Yeah, because at this part, he is he is offended. He is upset. He's like, don't ever do that to me again. But it, part of their job is to listen in on phone calls so that they can take notes. So anyway, she gets off the phone and he says, and he's like, okay, Larry, what can I do for you? He's like, I just told you. And he's like, well, I don't remember. And he's like, well, why don't you get your notes? <laughs> Check your notes. Yeah. Now he's, he goes to apologize to Irma. He goes to see her out at the wherever, I guess, the city hall, wherever they do their thing. Yeah. He's got flowers. And he says he's sorry. And I love it because she does. He's this really thing. turning it on again, too. Though. Right. He's so. Yeah. He's like, I, I watched Mr. Smith goes to Washington and I, I missed you. Like, I missed you. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd be a great filibustress. <laughs> I know, filibustress. And, and then, and, you know, and she's like, I can't, but I don't, you know, but I guess she's kind of star for attention. So she's falling because she's falling for it. She's falling for his, his, you know, shtick. And he wants to take her out to dinner. And she's like, well, I'll, I'll let you call me. But I can't do it tonight. I'm finishing a cleanse. I got to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> he's like, oh. Like, he's so. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's making these faces. Oh, oh so God. But he has to be like, oh, you're wonderful. Oh, this and that. I know. How much he missed her. Oh, he obviously loves it. So, but he's, he's back in. And he's got to get this law repealed. Now, this is like a lot to get. A law repealed so he can get his show, get a new actress for his show. Like it's insane, <laughs> right? But anyway, so he and Jeff are at like a, a like sort of like a CVS or kind of just like a like a Walgreens type of store. Yeah, and he tells her about the but up up, and he's Jeff's like, yeah, I think it's kind of cute, and he's like, what? And so like, yeah, we find out Jeff is sleeping with her. And he's got to wear this body wash because if... Yeah, this is like a Jeff scheme that you know is going to backfire. Where <laughs> I'm going to get this lilac smelling thing so that Susie doesn't get suspicious because uh, whatever her name is. Like wearing yeah. Lilac. Right. So that I'm just going to have her put this on myself all the time and I'll be really cool. And he'll smell like lilac, right? And then it won't be won't be an issue. It'll just be his body wash. 
it is definitely like a, a ridiculous scheme. That... <laughs> right. But... And why, again, why is Jeff getting so ladled? I don't know. It's, that's, I mean, you gotta, it's, I don't know. Is it the Hollywood thing? I guess it is, right? So, like, the, maybe the assistant is like, hey, I'll sleep. At least, yeah, you know, he's an agent. Because, like, most assistants aren't, I don't think our assistants, you know, they don't want to be assistants. They want to move up. They want to ma- make some contacts and move up, right? you know, in the world, in Hollywood. So, you know, like, yeah, maybe she is, uh, you know, just, like, trying to sleep her way to the top a little bit. But, um, With Jeff. I know. Easy. But yeah. he also gets to write the show with Larry, so right. Maybe he's they've writing long himself. established this as like a thing that Jeff is getting laid all the time and cheating on Susan. Right, all the all the time. So where was I here? Anyway, uh, there was a line gap. Yeah, uh, exactly the line gap. Uh, I I am. I I don't like that either, and I and I know it's kind of I don't of a like thing. a line gap. Yeah, it's but I know COVID. Dunkin' Donuts or fucking Starbucks or something. It's like you have five feet ahead of you. You're supposed to move. I mean, yeah. Bar- barring even social distancing rules, right? There's people out there that don't know how to be in a fucking line. <laughs> social right. distance or not, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. No, way before, way before social distancing was a thing, there were people who, there were line gaps. And I'm telling you, if you're at 12 feet, if you're doing this, if you're in CVS, let's say, the Davis Square, right? You know, it's like really cramped in there. Yeah. If you are like adding double to the six feet, like let's say you're, I'm going to be social distance, I'm going to be safe. I'm not going to be up this guy's ass. I'm going to be six feet away, right? But if you're purposely, like, doing something, like, that looks like you're doubling it to 12 feet, you're just being an asshole. Yeah. You're you're just not closing the gap, social distance or not. You're not closing that gap. You can't be, you can't leave a, a gap like she left. I'm sorry. No, I, 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 I agree. Larry, I agree. So there's a, a black woman who is not, Closing the gap, and Larry says, "This isn't. This isn't right. You want to feel like the line is moving, you know." And he's he's right. I, I think he's right. But you know, this is one of those times, like we talked about in our last episode, uh, where he says, "I'm going to go say something." And Jeff says, "Don't." Because <laughs> <No. laughs> this woman says, "Excuse me, do you mind moving up?" And she's like, uh, "No. Why don't you mind your own business or whatever?" You know, like she she just kind of puts him off. And... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, and how about you worry about yourself? Right. Yeah, thanks. That's what she says. And then she's like, would you tell a white man to do this? And he's like, oh, in a second. You know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, really absolutely. He's like, you have a line responsibility. Like, I just explained this fictional CVS, but that's <laughs> that's exactly what I would be thinking, too. You have yeah. a responsibility. I would never say anything. I would just be so pissed. The entire time, yeah, then, I would you know, too. I would sit home. there fidgeting and sighing like a like a crazy person. Yeah, I probably I mean, wouldn't was... even 
Yeah, I I definitely could see that you would fidget inside, but I would sit there silently, and the fire inside me burns. I would sit there silent. I wouldn't express it at all. But uh, but yeah, it would be furious. Maybe fidgeting so, inside is like letting out the a little. Yeah, bit of I, I I don't like keep the anger. I don't like to keep the anger. People think I'm an angry guy. Yeah. I am. We let it out. I don't like to keep it all bottled up. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, it's, it's not good. It's not good. You got to let it out sometimes, even in little little bits, like little fidgets and signs. Well, the sighing can get, I know, the sighing is, is a bit much. Yeah, right. well, you know, uh, most movies aren't 10 minutes long. So if you're <laughs> at a fidget and sigh movie with Matt Derrickson, it's whatever, at least an hour. Because you might maybe enjoy the first half hour. I could probably get through the first half hour of almost any movie. <laughs> yeah, see? It's true. But if it's if it's not good before then, I mean, if it's not good, like, you know, then that's the 30-minute mark is about when the, the fidgets start and the, the yeah, signs start. I would say so. I would say I'll give so. most movies a half an hour because that's kind of just like you're trying to build the, you know, the story. But. Yeah, trying to figure out what's going on. You haven't figured out a good story by then? Forget it. So, but anyway, so it becomes like a racial, a racial thing. The, the the clerk, the store clerk, is like, "Sir, I need to get back in line." And she's like, "Can you believe in 2021?" And it's like, "I'm so sorry," and all that. So he goes back to Leon, tells Leon the story of this incident, and Leon says, "She said it was racist," and and Leon says, "It was racist." <laughs> <laughs> right. But he says it wasn't really racism. It was audacity. Yeah. I love the way he says audacity. It's your right. audacity. It's, it's, it's in your right. white condition. Right. You, you, you tell someone. Now he said, now if it was me and I went up there and said, hey, sister, you got to move your ass up, it wouldn't be racist. And he's like, it's got to be black on black or or. And Larry says, I can see. So he said, if it was a bald ass white man, then you could have said something. And yeah. Like, oh, and then Leon was, yeah. Leon said, no, I wouldn't. But you could go say it. Right. Right. He wouldn't say it to a white guy. And it's got to be. And I love Larry. Jew on Jew. That would work, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, the plumber shows up. And he's going to. You know, he's got this big job and it's going to cost Larry thousands of dollars. And Leon's like, well, like, let, let me go talk to this guy. And he's like, hey, yo, here's how it talks to him. He says, let me sit his ass straight. He comes back in. He's like, it's going to be a $50 valve and it'll be fixed in no, you know, in no time. It's going to go by. And he's like, what? You just saved me all that money. He said, you know what? Like, and so they come up with this idea for the house husband. And you know who the the plumber was, right? No, I don't. SNL's Horatio Sands. Oh, is that who that was? I keep looking yeah. familiar. Oh, my yeah. God. He doesn't do anything particularly funny, so I guess it's kind of like... Right. You know, sometimes the, the guests in the show will have, like, a role. He, he's just... I, I guess I'd put this more in, like, a cameo. Yeah. Because he's, no, he's you're just right. saying lines about... He's the straight man to Leon's ridiculousness. In this right. Movie. Yes, yes. All right. That, well, it's good. I'm glad Horatio Sands is still getting some, getting some work. He's, he's doing fine. He's like as podcast. Like he does TV shows. All right. So they come up with this idea that Leon would go around and 
tell like tradesmen, you know, like uh, not tell them off, but like kind of set them straight and be like when, hey, the, when you're given yeah. an estimate for right. your your car or like some work that needs to be done, you know, send Leon in and he can be like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, don't take advantage of this uh, old bald Jewish guy or <laughs> or my wife right. over here, you know. Right, he just pretends he's the husband. It's like, wait, what are you talking about, Willis? Yeah, and I, and I, as I, like the day after this episode aired, or a couple of days, or whatever, I needed a house husband. I, I texted you because I had a, a headlight on my car that was that went out. Oh, and there was right. moisture. There was moisture in it, and there. So apparently, this kind of headlight, the, just buying the headlight costs will cost four hundred dollars, and then there's the labor. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> yeah, you need a house. You're getting, you're getting screwed, maybe. I think I was getting screwed. Yeah. But the funny thing was, I googled it, and the headlight does cost that much money. Like, even oh, if I wanted okay. to buy it myself, I was gonna say that if you actually, let's say, let's say for instance, it doesn't cost four hundred dollars, but if you got a fifty or a hundred dollar light that you need replaced in your car, Stacy can do it. I can't. But my oh, wife well, is not my yeah. wife. She right. replaces all the lights in her car. She knows how to do all that shit. Well, if it was just a lamp, like a bulb, I could have replaced it. But the whole thing had to be replaced. Like, and so it, it, apparently, in, the, in my car, it requires taking off the front bumper, moving oh, some other boy. shit around under there. But like, I, I did my own. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot more than just screwing in a light bulb. I could have, I would have done that. But yeah. But so, I mean, but the point is, yeah, I did look it up. They weren't really screwing me, although the labor is ridiculous what they charge you in labor. Yeah. But they didn't overcharge you for the part. So, right. anyway, so then Ted Danson shows up and he's like, I got to talk to you. So, this Maria Sophia, he's like, This Maria Sophia, like, he's like, Are you fucking her? <laughs> and and Larry's, Larry's like, like, No. Are you yeah. fucking her mother? <laughs> no. Larry's like, No. He's like, Well, you're fucking me because I have to work with her. <laughs> Good line to give to Ted. Perfect. So anyway, then Ted gets a call from Cheryl, and she's having car trouble, or she's at the car repair place, and they're they're giving her this huge, you know, estimate on the car. And he's like, "Well, if that's what they say it is, you know, that's what it is. What are you gonna do?" Yeah, they're like, "It costs four hundred dollars for a headlight. That sounds ridiculous." <laughs> and then Ted is like the me in this situation because between you and Stacy and probably whoever else, like. Everybody knows way more about cars than I do. Like, me and Ted Danson know nothing about cars, or at least fictional Ted Danson. Well, I mean, when was the last time you had a car? Like, you know, you it's been a while. I had a car, like, for like a year, maybe when I was in high school. Yeah, in high school. I mean, yeah. So. But anyway, I only just recently got one, so I'm only slightly ahead of you. But, uh... <laughs> But anyway, so Leon is there. So he's like, yeah, they hook up, they hook Cheryl up with the house husband. And he's like, he's like, can you help? He's like, I'm already there. Or like, he's like, can you do it today? He's like, yeah, I'm already there. And he just walks out. He goes. So then we have like this sort of, um, um, oh, no, wait. Before we get to that, we have this amazing scene. This is, I love that Larry and Irma are out to dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. It's... <laughs> It's so incredible. Well, let's talk about bruschetta because that's bruschetta is like the probably the worst snack I 
it's hard to eat. I have difficulty chewing stuff, so like that, a bread that hard is not gonna go with me. And we'll, we'll just make some mess. Even if you can eat it, you need to like you know do it in private. It's gonna make yeah, a mess everywhere. It's structurally unsound, as he calls it. He's totally right. <laughs> And I love the waiter. He pronounces it bruschetta. <laughs> bruschetta. Oh, God. And Larry kind of beats him halfway because she says it like in a wicked bougie way. And he, and, the, and then the, the waiter says bruschetta. Yeah. And then Larry's kind of somewhere in the middle of the two pronunciations. Right. But he's still kind of, I think he's probably intentionally. Yeah, mocking me. They're the talking waiter. about how the waiter hates them. He just orders like this, like plain house salad or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. So whatever, yeah. They're he's starting to bring up. He's like, so yeah, the fence, blah blah blah. But um, and then her daughter shows up, and she's like, she's got problems with the Irma has some electrical issues. We find out, and then uh, she returns the DVD copy of Little Women, the most recent one. Um, that I think they filmed some of it in Boston, right? Some of that around here, I don't know. Who cares? But I, I, it was the only reason I know anything about that was because it's like in 4K movies that are getting like five now, and I was like, am I gonna watch that? And I was like, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> but uh, but I, I want to talk about this actress, uh, Madeline Weiss, who plays Deirdre, who's Irma's daughter. Yes. Has a big art. I thought that she was. This is dumb. It's like talking about somebody's dreams. I thought she was somebody else. I thought she was, um, did you ever watch House of Cards? Uh, some of it. I didn't. I, I thought she was, like, this, like, CIA leader of the, you know, like, I don't know, like, some committee or something. I, I thought that it was her, but it's not. She was in, this Madeline Wise was in Crashing, at, uh, which was a Pete Holmes mm-hmm. show. I don't know if you saw it, but I was like, no, I didn't recognize her because uh, she is um, quite nice. I, I find her very attractive. Very yes, she's and nice. I, I thought she was someone else too, but I can't place it. But yeah, she hasn't really been in anything that I've seen, so I don't know. I where thought I she was the girl from House of Cards, but she's not. That's another girl who I think is quite nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, Madeline Wise. Well, anyways, yeah, they're talking about Little Women, and I love Larry. He says, oh, God, Little Women. I, those, they're so mawkish and tweed. I think he's <laughs> not he Yeah, he's like, I don't like the Walsh sisters. They're always making yeah. jam and cuddling up under the blanket. Like, I love only it. Larry would have something negative to say about Little Women. I know. He's like, well, they're all so perfect. They're all so talented. Like, why couldn't make one of them be a writer and the rest of them just be housewife? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah, no one else would make fun of Little Women. It's like a literary classic, which I've never Yeah, like, met. there's no reason to make fun of Little Women. Right. Everyone loves it. And it's so, actually like a girl, like, you know, right. to be just inspiring to a girl. We had that experience growing up. Of course. Like, what, and so she's like, why do you have a problem? <laughs> yeah, what's your problem? So she really doesn't. She's not happy with him. So you know, whatever. But I mean, it comes into play later. So anyway, and Larry, they, the whole time he's talking with Irma, like just turning it up again, so fake and like 
if I hear people talk like this, and you know, like I feel like I talk like this when I'm like at like a family gathering, and like, <laughs> somebody haven't seen it in a long time. Oh yeah, oh you're wonderful. Oh, and when she leaves, he's like, she is. You are so fortunate. You're so fortunate. yeah. He's talking oh. like an old lady. Karma <laughs> to, to like, uh, you know, appeal no, her senses. No, he's really trying to get her to like him and everything. Uh, it's so great. And then the the, br- the bruschetta comes, and Larry was 100% correct, and you uh, as well, of course. It is structurally unsound. It falls all apart. He he recommends making a, like a sandwich out of it, and that just makes it worse. Or one of them, I forget, maybe she tries to make the sandwich out of it, whatever. But like the two, the two pieces of bread on top of each other with like tomato in the middle. It's he's so eating gross. It, it's falling everywhere. And he's just oh, I know. Face like, I know. He's making that for that amazing, that great Larry David face. Just, he's just so like, oh. And then he says, so uh, maybe after dinner, you. You'd like to come back to my house. Uh, and she's like, I haven't had sex in 13 years. <laughs> it's okay, like whistling is... into the Sahara down <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, this is where I wanted to talk about this moment because it was, like, so incredibly perfect and no one else besides Tracy Ullman could pull this off. She laughs Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon-esque in the middle of making her the scene up because she had thought of that and improved it. They shot it. She laughs for one point or, or for 0.25 seconds but comes right back to character and just so perfectly says it in a way where it, it's part of her character but she also like is laughing at her own joke and then I'm sure that Larry was dying laughing. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's like it's not breaking character. It almost was. It almost almost was. Right, like she almost almost lost it. And who could blame her? I mean, it's the most ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Beside myself laughing with her on the show. I can't believe it. So good. Right. What a perfect mix. I know. It's so great. And she's very much like, um, like, her and Amy Sedaris are like kind of similar. If she's very like Amy Sedaris acting in this, right. too. I mean, you know, who, no, I, who I came love... first, the chicken or the egg? They're both <laughs> they're both hilarious. And Tracy Ullman was there first, but you know what I mean. It's like right. that kind of comedy. She's a physical comedy person who's great at accents. She's great at character work. She's so good on the show. Oh, she's I... just in the character, and you yeah. know it's Tracy Ullman, but like you said, you can hardly recognize her. Yeah, you really don't recognize her right away. I was like, wait a minute, who is that? But I love, she's walking up the stairs, she's like, to the bedroom! Like, she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's making a big deal about it. I know, it's like a little kid or something. It's like, or like a, someone about to have sex for the first time ever. Or something. Oh, so good. And then they're laying in bed, and she's like, oh, that was great. That was amazing. But my expectations were low. And <laughs> And then he asks about the fence again. I love that they're laying in bed. <laughs> He's like, I just don't understand. Like, you know, you're you're running. You don't want to unlock a, a you know a door before you jump in the pool. There's no. They don't have pools around docks. I mean, uh, they don't have fences around docks. They don't, I love it. He's asking about the fence. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, whatever. And so she gets her retainer out. She's like, oh, I'm a I'm a grinder. 
or whatever. What do they call it? I guess it's like a retainer. What do they That's call it? That's what those? she said, yeah. yeah. You got to both write full time. So it's a retainer. And okay. So she grinds her teeth. She's like, I'm a grinder. Yeah. And then she wants to kiss him. And yeah. he's like, oh. Oh, she's like, oh, do you have a toothbrush? And he's like, I don't think that's a good I don't idea. Think that's like, she's good. like, can I borrow your toothbrush? I don't think that's a good idea. And then she like rolls over and he looks up at the sort of at the camera, which is not something they do often on the show, but he's and that's when he starts saying, What have I done? Like to himself. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> And then this is even this is almost as good as dinner as that they have breakfast. Oh yeah. The next yeah. morning. He was having like whatever cereal or oatmeal or some kind of like whatever. And and he's asking, he's like, Can you not stretch out my sweater there? And she's like, Oh, you know. It's like it's cashmere. She's like, it's not cashmere. If it's if it was cashmere, it would be spitzing. It's like you're, you're sweating in it. Like it's just <laughs> so funny. <laughs> this is one of my favorite lines too, because then Leon comes in and he starts talking. And, you know, like Leon, he's like, fucking blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, listen, language. And then she says, he comes in effing and jeffing. And then Larry has to go, oh, kind of like putting on like the old Jewish guy thing, too. I asked you, can, can you watch your mouth around her, please? <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. And she's like, that's okay. But she's got gas again. She asks if he has gas X. Oh, he's like, Larry Leon? goes, Leon, do you have anything to disperse the bubbles? <laughs> uh, and then, but she said, look, Larry, I can get, you're old and bald. I can get by that, but I don't think I can stoop anybody who, who my daughter doesn't like. So he's like, oh, I'll get her to like me. I'll apologize. And, and you know. I'll call her. No, I'll go. There. I'll go to her house, right? And then she says, "Well, she's having. They're having a party, um, a ten-year wedding anniversary, and they're going to renew their vows. Maybe I'll invite you." So he's like, "Yeah, no, I, I, we, we can do this." And then she says, "You want to kiss me goodbye?" It's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, Not right. that Tracy Ullman's disgusting. Irma. No, but it's, it's the same yeah. thing. She's with, like got food in her mouth or something. She's still <laughs> she chewing. Knows? something and like uh and then she goes outside and then uh Leon, Leon's like you're tapping that ass under duress <laughs> <laughs> and then he says that he had to tap someone under duress for his like his uncle died and he tapped the uh some cougar at the at the funeral home so he could get half off the coffin yeah half off that coffin so, uh, Jeff goes, I mean, I'm sorry, Larry goes over to Jeff's house and they, they're sort of overdoing now, like they're overacting about the body wash. They're like, oh, oh, it smells so nice in here. Oh, this is lilac nice. body spray. Must be my lilac. And Susie's like, oh, it's disgusting and whatever. And, and Jeff, I love it. Like he's, she's like, what are you doing? With, what is this with you and Irma Kostrowski? And he's like, you know. Whatever, and Jeff says, tell the truth. Not around here, we tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he, but like, Susie's like, oh, you're fucking Irma Kostrowski? And uh, Larry's like, I wouldn't put it in such a crude way. I'd make love to her. 
make love. Uh, yeah. But uh, so they're all talking and, and whatever, and Jeff does a ba-dum-bum. And they're like, and she's like, what the, oh, what is that? Like, where'd you get that? And he's like, oh, I, I, I say it. And Jeff and uh, Larry has to kind of cover for him. Like, oh, I've heard him say yeah, that a lot. He's like, you don't that. come up with original things. You just take things from other people. I know right. you. It's like it's a it's an old you know chestnut or whatever. It's like oh yeah. <laughs> Larry's like he put up bumps all the time. <laughs> uh, so it's driving. Uh, now he and Leon are driving, and and he calls. He has to find. Uh, he calls Irma's daughter to get to find out about this this party, and she has also has an assistant. Yes, yes. Uh, no, I don't think she's a Hollywood. Type of person. No, yeah, she's uh, like a lawyer. I think. Right? Did he say that? I think you're right. Did he say it later? So uh, he's like, "Look, uh, I, I'd like to talk to her, but can you do me a favor and not stay on the call?" And she's like, "Well, what's the difference? Staying on, listening yeah, in on the call is part, part of my of, job. Yeah, it's been part of my job description." And he's like, "Look, I just don't want you to do like. Would you like me listening into a phone call between you and your friends?" And she's like, "That's yeah." She's like, "That's pervy." He's like, no, it's not pervy. <laughs> no, he, he says the most pervy thing, too. He's like, just imagine I'm there. I'm listening to what you and your girlfriends, where you're going to go eat. And right. what you're going to have to eat, what you're going to wear. And writing it down, she goes, ew. <laughs> Double ooze him. <laughs> I know. And then, and then he says, like, look, I just want to know what, what, what time the party is. And she's oh, the party's at six. He's like, all right. And then he's trying to explain some more, and then she just hangs up on him. So, um, yeah, it's pretty funny. But then we get the house husband montage. So it's, there's like a tree guy at Cheryl's. There's a yeah. plumber at Jeff and Susie's. And there's a shelf guy at, uh, who is, is that Lewis's girlfriend there? No, that's his cousin, Andy's. Um... Oh, Andy's wife. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Who might not be his wife? I don't know. His wife. Is his, wife? Yeah. <laughs> his wife, who is his wife, or is maybe not his wife. I, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember, but, you know, so Leon is telling all these guys, I like the guy. He's like, the tree guy's like, oh, it's got a big job. I need, like, three guys. He's like, you, or he's like, I need a few guys. Or he's like, you don't need, you need three guys. Me, myself, and I, or whatever. That's what he says. <laughs> so all this, and they're all, you know, he's saving them all money. So they're all happy. So then, uh, because yeah, what it, Larry, it was funny what Leon said earlier. He's like, "Put that money back in your pocket, and some in mine." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. So he's got like an app thing going. I don't know what he's got, but yeah, they're all texting him. So, anyway, next we get Larry. Uh, he's bought Irma some body wash, the lilac body lilac. wash, the same one that Jeff is using. And because apparently she stinks, but <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I figure you don't use deodorant, so maybe. And she's and then she gets all like sexual, and she's like, oh, rub it all over my body, and she like points it down <laughs> in her crotch. It's so funny. And, and she's like, uh, I know I do kind of smell like smell like a sex musk because I'm active now. Yeah, I'm active. And she's like, I don't want anything unnatural near my lymph. She like points <laughs> under her, under her arms. <laughs> it is, it is 
like great and then she's like i think i'm gonna go take a shower now i'll shower with it do you want to watch or she's she first she said do you want to join he's like i don't feel like getting wet at the moment but he also said he bruised his testicle on the getting <laughs> off the peloton <laughs> i hope that wasn't my lunging or something she says like uh, you can watch yeah my exertions yeah Oh, it's so good. Everything, because I, I write this stuff down mostly to be like, these have to be like mostly improvised between, you get those two in a room, fucking fireworks. <laughs> no, you're right. That was, that was a great line. My exertions. All right. So of course, because he was, he had that interaction with the assistant, he's at the, he shows up at the party an hour early. Irma got tied up with the, the something at the city council. So he's there by himself with Irma's daughter, Deirdre, and her husband, Scott. And they're like, oh, well, we can't really host you now. We're still preparing. And he's like, oh, you don't have to host me. He's like, well, they're like, well, maybe you can go. Go to a coffee shop. Go to a coffee or shop. Or do you have some errands? Or he's like, no. By the time I get home, I'd have to just come back. So he's he offers to just. You know, sit around, and they say, "Well, okay, uh, make yourself at home." And then uh, he does, <laughs> which is great. Like, like he's kind of just poking around the house, and then he lets in the videographer. There's a videographer there, this young man, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, they're in the back, uh, whatever. No, they're getting ready, but come on in." And this guy's even like, "You're early." Yeah, Larry. <laughs> Yeah, because he's like, oh, I'm a guest, you know, and, um, but he says, I tuck it in the sweaters, huh? He's like, uh, yeah, it's just something I do. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't know what, you know, and haven't you noticed any other tuckers? Have you noticed any other tuckers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did your dad do that? Did your mom? I just started right. doing it. Well, I don't want, and he's basically, I don't want to talk about this. Why are we yeah. talking about this? I don't know why you're making such I'm a big deal. Start, yeah, I'm going to go start doing my work. Yeah. I don't need to tell you. Basically, like, I don't need to talk to you. This is a bunch of stuff like, okay, why are we still talking? Right. So, uh, now they, now Deirdre and Scott are upstairs getting dressed, and they're looking on their, like, security cameras, and they're watching Larry, like, poke around the house. Doing all and sorts of weird stuff, using their yeah. back scratcher. I know. They're, they're narrating what is going on is really hilarious. It actually is really funny. Yeah, they're, they're like ew, like when he uses the bat scratcher. He he does like uh, he's got one of those frost that stick things. It's like <laughs> eh, he's like looking in the the glass. And she's like, "That's my favorite candle. Like, put that down. Like, why would you pick that? Please, up? please don't break that. <laughs> why would you even pick up somebody's big gigantic candle? I don't know. And then, like, they're like, I don't, why doesn't he just sit in a chair and look at his phone like a normal person? <laughs> yeah. Then he does. <laughs> he spins himself around in the chair, gets dizzy, and, like, is kind of, like, dizzy walking. Yeah, he kind of, like, staggers around a little bit. <laughs> they're like, he's so weird. He's so weird. And then he, he tries tucking in the sweater. <laughs> yeah, like, I love yeah, that. Yeah. They're like, please don't take your pants off. <laughs> and they're like, no, what is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> Why is he doing that? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, the video guy sees him and he's like, what? oh, he's like, yeah, I didn't care for it. Yeah. And he's like, I don't, I don't care for it. So, anyways, 
now we have the ceremony. Um, they're all outside. It's like, are they, I mean, not, yeah, I guess they are. Like, it's partly outside. But anyway. It's kind of like L.A. It's like half inside. Sure. Outside. Right. And they're renewing their vows. And Larry and Jeff and Susie are there. And Larry's like, I can't believe that. I, he's like, I would rather masturbate in public than watch this. Or, or then say these things because they're doing this like yeah. oh I, I you you have a i love your soul or something like you know what i mean like you have a a great soul or something yeah all this stuff and they're just and he does like the the, the finger in the mouth pu- pukey kind of thing <laughs> right, right and then he looks over and he sees that the videographer is focusing on him and he's like oh no and so he gets up and runs over to him and you know because he realizes if, if irma or, you know, well, the daughter won't like him, and then Irma won't won't like him, and then he won't get this law repealed, basically. So he's he's talking to the video robbers. He's like, look, I think you saw me, you know, putting my finger in my mouth because I, you know, I, you thought I was repulsed. Uh, yeah, a mosquito flew into my mouth or whatever it was. Yeah, like a bug. And then he's like, um, he sees that his name is like, Tannenbaum, I think it was, or, or yeah, it's yeah. a very Jewish sounding name. And he's like, oh, maybe for a fellow brother or something. I forget what, or a member of the tribe is what he yeah, yeah. Fellow tribesman. Fellow tribesman, that's right. And so it worked, you know, his, uh, yeah. his, his theory here to, uh, or Leon's theory, you know, right. Black on black, Jew on Jew, bald on bald. Yeah, so this is Jew on Jew. And he's like, I wonder if you could. Film it again, and get, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll do a retake. And he go <laughs> over to film some. And actually, the great thing is, like, as I guess his fellow tribes, like, they they agree that this is the most like ridiculous ceremony ever, and nobody yeah, wants. Like, like, nobody <laughs> wants to be here for this. Yeah. And then I love it. And then they go Lahaim or whatever that Jewish thing is. Maybe I should ask Rachel what. what I what think I, he did Lahaim. Yeah. So then he does a retake and he's like pretending to cry and he's, you know, again, laying it on super thick. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's so beautiful. Oh. So they're having a little, you know, they're having like the the party and uh, Irma finally shows up and Jeff sees her there and he's like, oh, and she's like, oh, I changed in my car. And he's like, oh, well, you look beautiful. And, and you know, like they're, you know, they're they're just kind of being pleasant. And he's like, oh, well, I left my phone in the bathroom. Excuse me. He leaves. But then Susie smells the body wash on her. And she, like, just screams out at the whole thing, like, you, you're a whore. You're sleeping with my husband. Because, like, you home wrecker. Yeah. And, like, it's, it just sort of breaks up the whole party or whatever. And Jeff, like, sneaks out the bed. Whenever he like comes out, like turns around and leaves. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, watch where he went because like right. he would definitely have to face the consequences. Oh, yeah. After that, you would think. Yes. Yeah. You know, because if you've seen the next episode, but um, or even the the end of this episode, actually. So, anyways, uh, yeah, like they're watching the tape of the because they're like, wow, what? If, I can't believe Susie just went out like that that's crazy and then they're watching the tape they're like well at least we have this and they look like and they see larry's edited response and he's crying and everything they're like oh i guess we had him you know pegged wrong he's a nice guy look at him i'm gonna text my mom and say what a great guy that guy was yeah 
it's really, it's really great. So like back at Larry's house, they're all just like, yeah, you know, and then his faucet explodes. <laughs> and we cut to Cheryl's car and her tree, like the tree falls down, the car like breaks down. Susie's uh, shower like explodes, water gets everywhere. Uh, what's her name's shelf falls over like uh, Andy's wife who may or may not be his wife. But uh, so all the house husband stuff basically goes to shit. And then and Larry's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and meanwhile, so Irma is walking down the stairs. All her lights go out because she had all that. She had that electrical problem. And you just hear her tumble down the stairs. Right, right. And and Susie discovers a, um, a second phone that uh, Jeff has been hiding like in her closet. He's like, you fucking scumbag. Who you been texting? Yeah, she finds the it's like the the burner phone, yeah, or whatever, like the, and she finds the texts. But meanwhile, so the, but the thing that I really like is Irma is like comes to Larry's house because like I guess the whole you know her whole place she's not gonna have she any has power. To stay there, yeah. Yeah, she has to stay there. She's like, oh, you have a you know you can you can iron these right, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's like making him. Right. Yeah. And then she's like, and make sure you get, you know, that and, and pickles. She wants pickles. You gotta have pickles. He's like, oh, the brine. She stinks from pickles. <laughs> so gross. Oh, absolutely. I know we've talked about pickles before on this I love pickles. Podcast because you remember the one we're opening the pickle jar or whatever. And I think I told her I hate pickles. I hate I them. Like pickles, but yeah. I mean, you know, I you can somebody like Irma. Oh, it's a perfect character thing yeah. for her. You yeah. can overdo it on the pickle. It's right in it's right in her wheelhouse. Yeah. So uh anyway, yeah, so Susie, she calls the number. She knows it's Hulu. She calls the the, the guy, the fake Jewish guy, or maybe he's really Jewish, whatever. He's really but, Jewish, but he's like yeah. really hamming it up like it's like uh like John Ham. Right. Sure is dead. And she says, Is your assistant on the line? And like, yeah, yeah, that's that's her job. And she's like, Well, ah, she's been fucking my husband, or you know, so it's... No, but the um, best part is the uh is the very, very last thing she says. She's fucking my husband. Ba-dum-ba. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right, of course. How did I not take that down? Oh uh, yeah, and that's that's the that's the finale, the, 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 the denouement, as it were. So very good. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, this season. Very, very well. And I, it's just fucking so crazy how, like, Susie and Larry, it's such a weird thing going on with them. Like, why did she even, like, let him into the house? Half the time, you know what I mean. I don't know. When you talk about it, sometimes where you say like, they 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 are friends, but like they have this thing. You know what I mean? Like I know. I mean, it's. I think it's ridiculous. But sometimes you you say, well, they are friends, but you know, they they do give each other a lot of shit. I don't know. It's like it's insane. They probably wouldn't be friends if it was real life. But you know, yeah, that's probably that's probably. Yeah. So many. The show's been on for twenty years. For Christ's sakes. Yeah. 
I know. And that's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, like they find a way to put Cheryl in uh, with the the canvassing, but like she's only in there for like a second. You know, yeah, she's not. not she hasn't been a big part of the season, actually. Although she did, she was doing the acting coach, which was really funny. They do find ways, yeah, to put her in, which is which is really good. Yeah, because that, I mean, that was totally contrived that they would be at the strip club and that both Sherry, uh, Susie, and Cheryl would be there, and they, you know, Larry happens to not be looking. It's like that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's just, but I mean, it's a great to have a few. It's great to always have that Cheryl. Thing to say, like, like you never like canvassing, right? Like, I know you exactly, exactly. Right, yeah. And this one, she was only in there as the house husband thing, but it's it's great. I mean, I'm glad that they find ways to to fit her in. So it's it's so this season is really uh like like I guess not a lot of Lewis, but we've had a lot of you know Vince Vaughn. Well, he's been sick and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. But like you know, Funk, Freddie Funkhauser, every like everybody is so good this season. So yeah, so only a few more to go though. Only a couple more. That's right. I haven't watched the finale yet, so don't say anything. But I'm I'm very excited. So. Stay listening to our you know all of our podcasts. On Spotify, Stitcher, podcast, Apple. You know, here's what I'm going to say too. We are on Pod Chaser, and if you know anything about that, well, I just found out about it like last week. And it's because you sent me that thing, Clay. But it's a the cool thing about Pod Chaser is it's very easy to to leave reviews. That's the thing with like some of these oh, cool. some of these things don't really allow you to leave reviews, but you can leave reviews for us at Pod Chaser. So go look for us over there. And the thing that I liked that I when I looked at our page on there was that it recognized that we had Ken Reed and also Tom Chopping on our show. Like it, it like mm. we didn't probably enter that. It just knew. They're like these people are on other podcasts and they show up here too. It like just scraped the data somehow. And uh, I like that. Well, it's weird. I actually did look for Ken Reed. Because I, but in a different, like on a different thing, like because you can go to specific episodes and like say like, oh, Ken Reed was on that one with people who are there. You know, what I mean, it's not, it's kind of like a Facebooky kind of thing, like a Facebooky kind of thing where like Ken Reed his podcast is on there, so like yeah, it like links us or maybe like a LinkedIn almost uh, in a way, you know, like that kind of a thing. Right, right, right. But uh, I did look for our episode with Ken Reed and kind of I forget how I highlighted it but there's a there's a way so I mean it, there's some cool stuff on there but the Tom Sharpling yeah I never I didn't even think of that but that came up yeah see he's a, it's a, uh, I went to our page now and it's like creators and guests so we yeah. think that Ken and Tom are the hosts of this podcast and they'll subscribe which uh, they won't <laughs> but it would be fun if they did think that sure. I'm, not, I'm not opposed to that no no I'm not opposed to either I think I did put myself uh, in I, I, you're not on there yet, but I put myself down as a creator. I hope that's a, hope that's a date. But if you go sign up, you can put yourself in as a creator of on, of our podcast as well. Podchaser.com. Yep, podchaser.com. So that's it. Um, that's all I got. 
keep listening. We got a couple more curbs to come, and then uh, we're gonna hit 22. You know, start 22 off right. With some more. Who knows when Curbcast will be back after that? Because they take some time off. Right. Who knows? But we'll be there if it does at some point. I'm sure. So yeah, but meanwhile, check us out. Just regular league podcast. Clay's got a. I think this is great. Uh, you special coming. You special. So yeah, check it out. Put up. Put up. Tannenbaum. I played the Jew card. I couldn't even believe it. It worked like a charm. You're gonna play those fucking cards, man. I was fucking telling you, man. Imagine if he was bald. What I could have done? I got a whole fucking deck of cards. I got the, I got the black card. I got the handsome card. The tall card. The big Johnson card. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Handsome card? Fuck yeah. You don't have a handsome card. I got one. Who told you you had a handsome card? Your mother? Everybody. A- Auntie Ray? The fucking doctor who delivered my ass? Everybody said that.